episode 43 of keep the kayfabe i'm mike sitting here with my boys ready to talk some wrestling heads continue to roll in the wwe we had another slew of firings as the roster gets uh whittled away uh we're gonna find out what superstars uh we're told uh gets to step in and uh we'll break down where they might land and you know just overall probably trashing of the wwe and what a uh, employee-friendly company it truly is. Uh, plus, Master of Games, Matt Michelson has put together a terrific game called According to Vince. I can't wait to um, see what he has in store for us. Um, it probably revolves all around Vince McMahon and some of the odd things that he does, uh, but I can't wait to learn more, so you're definitely going to want to stick around uh, and hear what Matt has in store for us there. But before we get into all that fun stuff, let's get acclimated really quick. Over in Glendale, somebody who keeps it regal, Steve Grobschmidt. How are you, Grabby? I'm going to bloody well tell you that I'm not qualified to speak pro wrestling because apparently Charlie doesn't think so. So listen here, sunshine. I'm just going to I'm going to lay out here. I'm, I'm not going to talk anymore. Oh. <laughs> Is that your own promo? Or? <laughs> <laughs> that, was half, that was half William Regal, half... Oh. Uh, Half, uh, half not having a promo because I have never, I, according to you, I've never watched wrestling. Oh, before. But, your, <laughs> but your picks that nice. last week, two weeks ago, were rough. Yeah, I, I honestly didn't know who it was. I figured it was Steven Regal. It was half, half, half-hearted. It was. It was very good, Steven Regal. I picked it was, on it right away, and it, it was, was good very mashup. good. Most definitely, Steve, you do a very good job. Uh, improving on your feet. You are a brawn <laughs> promo cutter. Oh, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get down to Bayview. Talk to someone who keeps it freshly squeezed. Matt Michelson. How are you, Matt? Yeah, get these unemployment. Yeah. Who's going to get these hands now? He's going to get these hands in 90 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somebody's going to get these checks. <laughs> okay, so that was a hint of who's getting who just recently got released by the WWE. We'll break down the rest of the list right after we introduce the man. Oh my god. It's Charlie Michael. In W O this week, I don't got much this week. <laughs> NWO. New, new, new world order. New world order. New world order. New, 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 new world order. And that's and without any turntables. Oh, no! Triple H. Triple H. I, oh, I got to, uh, next week I'll send it in. I got a, a, a kick-ass, a buddy of mine sent me. A promo of the week. It's it was The Rock, and I think he was um mm -hmm. I forget what's what's the pay per view match, and he was like imitating like Undertaker, Triple H, Austin, yeah, Kurt Angle. 
It's fucking hilarious, dude. I'll send I'll send it to Great. you guys and we'll do this promo of the week next week. It was so good. And it's like you see that promo and you get nothing like that in Raw today, dude. And this is like Absolutely. a regular it was like a regular week in Raw in those days. I think you know? if if the rock had mm. been one notch better, he'd be LA Knight. Oh Sally. <laughs> you hear that? Oh, speaking of, did you hear that uh that take from um Mark Henry on um, busted open like a week or two ago telling telling LA Knight to quit imitating the rock and get his own um oh wow his own gimmick. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Now now we get the honest Mark Henry. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's how you get some heat going when uh you don't have two sticks to rub together when yeah. you're NXT. When you when <laughs> Mark you, Henry when you kissed ass all those years thinking Vince is gonna give you that dream job. Then you, and then you don't get it. You're just not white enough. Yep. You're not. There's just something. There's just something that doesn't make me want to hire you, uh, Mark. <laughs> I just can't. I can't put my hand on it. But you don't seem like the rest of the guys here we have in corporate. Oh. But you're a good wrestler. You're too off color. You're too uh, off well, color for the. Company. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I just can't put my hand on it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I could. I just oh, I'm choosing hand. not to because I'd rather not. The hand. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, the hand wiped out another strong slew of wrestlers. Uh, we just had a big uh, firing uh, this past April, and right around the corner, not more than two months later, uh, in June here, the WWE releases a bunch of big-time superstars, at least in our eyes, very talented. I would a couple, some... one. Okay. San- Santana right. Garrett's big-time. Yeah, she, I'm trying. We're not trying to kick them while they're down here, Charlie. She's a, she's trying, a Trump. Trying to build them <laughs> she's, up. she's a Trumper. Oh boy. Yep. Which which makes it well, shocking anyway. that they didn't keep her. Who? All right. Who are you talking about right now? Santana Garrett. Garrett. She had uh, she posted a video a week or two ago on our Instagram where um, she went to some uh, Trump rally boat thing where everybody had. Trump 2020 flags and and Biden socks flags and she like focused in on that mm. and all that shit yeah mm-hmm. people so, are maniacs so basically fuck her <laughs> I could care less she lost a job for sure yeah they can get the step in as as well as that um yeah, you reap Drake you uh, referee you saw it. Yeah. yeah Drake yeah he's been talking mad shit he has a couple good interviews I heard clips of him. By good, oh, yeah, you just mean yeah, entertaining, or do you mean actually good? Uh, just talking shit, you know, acting like he wasn't, he's not a QAnon guy and all this, bullshit, you know, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was, dude. It was that's perfectly, that's perfect what it was. He's canceled. the victim, yeah, it was canceled. canceled, yeah, the cancel culture got him, you know, he's not mm-hmm. like that. He's not like that. He's he loves G, he made sure he loves Jesus Christ, he made sure he put that in there. He's a of course, it's Joey <laughs> Ryan's. That's Joey Ryan's current uh, shtick now is that he's, he's oh, born he? again. Yeah. Oh wow, too late break, now. Break glass, be born again when there's trouble. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, too Mike. Too bad. <laughs> we went, went off script there too right bad, off the gate. Too, too bad Grizzly Smith didn't follow that um, motto. Oh my gosh, Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. We might have to save that uh, discussion for another podcast <laughs> yeah, we will. Uh, where we can yeah. review the latest dark side of the rings. Uh, they've been on them, yeah. fire lately, but um, this last one, 
of Dark Side of the Ring where they interview or they focus on Grizzly Smith and his family. Oh, so it truly was a new depth of um, of TV and yeah. and uh, level that Dark Side of the Ring has never gone before. And it is it is it was it was an incredible episode. But I mean, just make sure mm-hmm. your mind's right. And it's <laughs> yeah, a very very sad story. Your, Nobody your mind, should go through that kind of shit. Your mind's gotta be right, dude, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So let's get to uh, more bad news. Uh, let's things. go to some of the firings. <laughs> we hinted at uh, Braun Strowman, who was recently released. Kind of sad that his last match was against Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. He got put over. Um, not that that meant anything. He was quickly released. And they really haven't been writing, writing anything for him since he left the Wyatt family uh, way back when. Um, were you guys surprised at all by this release that he was yeah. on this uh, set? Yeah, I was definitely surprised. I don't know that, you know, I'm totally shocked much anymore by anything that happens in the world of WWE, but this was definitely a surprising name to see. Um, I, w- I think I was listening to Wrestling Observer Radio today and Dave Meltzer had made the comment, I, you know, obviously WWE has been big into cutting costs this year to try and maximize profit which is crazy considering just the state of the company in general. But um, I kind of heard mixed reviews. Uh, Some of them were talking about how this was done as sort of a message to the rest of the roster to step it up. Um, But, you know, I mean, people are going to could interpret that easily that way. You could, you could spin any of the releases we've seen as that. Right. Um, So I don't necessarily know that that was the case. If you look at it from a cost perspective, as we like to say in corporate America, um, Braun Strowman from a few different sources that I've listened to recently was getting paid quite a bit. I think his salary was oh, about yeah. 1.2 million a year. Something yeah. Like just base, not even anything, you know, all the other incentives. Yeah. Which is a lot of money by any standards. So, um, so, you know, when you start sort thinking of, about okay, of. some of the big ticket wrestlers we have on the roster that we can get rid of to cut costs, you know, if you look at that main event level talent, I think Braun Strowman was kind of the obvious choice. You know, it, you know, Mike, you just alluded to him not really having done much since he left the Wyatt family. There was that run he went on. I can't remember if it was 2016, 2017, when he first kind of broke out as a singles competitor. He was hot. Um, he was hot. He was a great monster heel. Um, I actually, mm-hmm. you know, was interested in his storyline on Raw. It was felt very different, fresh. Um, I could have sworn he was going to be WWE champion and maybe be the guy to beat Brock Lesnar at first, but you know, things unfolded as they usually do with WWE and that wasn't entirely the case. And then after that, you know, his booking just kind of spiraled out of the control until we got to the swamp fight with him and (laughs) Wyatt family, Bray Wyatt, even though he was supposed to be the fiend. And I think that was the moment where even I knew I'm like, yeah, this guy's toast. And sure enough, you know, we see him get released this past week. So was I surprised? Uh, you know, I mean, any release is surprising, but this one I would say was definitely a little more surprising than most. Yeah, I think the writing was on the wall after he was tag team champion with a cameraman's kid uh, at WrestleMania. Oh, Nicholas. What was that yeah. kid's name? Nicholas, Nicholas right. Call, yeah. Nicholas is probably going to be making more money than Braun Strowman at these wrestling cons <laughs> uh, when he grows up signing autographs and pictures, uh, photo ops with them. But um, yeah, anybody else have any uh, comments to make about the release of Braun Strowman? Yeah, no, no, I mean, Matt covered it pretty well. I think what's surprising is, you know, 
you know, that's one of the homegrown ones. That's always surprising versus guys that made it big in impact or other places, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. Is any, like Matt said, is anything shocking anymore? No, especially the way he kind of spiked, like, you know, mm-hmm. they handed him the title during the beginning of COVID for no, you know, just, unmemorable run and that's been the high point i mean the chain thing meh and then uh yeah i think it's surprising just because usually they get you know there's some modicum of like oh yeah that's some mid carter or whatever but he was probably the highest level surprise there's been in a while well that and then the next name i'm sure you'll bring up right yeah the next name it might be a blessing for this individual um Oh, they, yeah. This was one of the biggest stars in NXT, uh, um, wrestled amazing matches. Alistair Black. Uh, Charlie, was Alistair Black in another wrestling promotion before NXT? Do you remember seeing him ever? I never saw him in anything. I know he he'd was, been around overseas. Yeah, he was, his yeah. name was Tommy End. And he was, I don't, right, I don't, right. I'll admit, I don't remember what, what specific groups he was with but he was one of those guys that was mm-hmm. well respected and kind of when when uk and they made all these partnerships with uk and brought him into nxt he, he um mm-hmm. was kind of a highly regarded pick like that dude can wrestle and i mean obviously yeah. those of us that saw him on nxt from the get-go like saw that i mean he had the killer yeah. uh entrance intro yeah. and, and, and that music was badass yeah, black mass yeah and the black mass yes. is just such a simple but vicious finisher yeah. i mean it's so great mm-hmm. yeah no yeah it's this is the biggest crime of them all is that i used to say back then like okay even vince can't screw up alistair black like he is oh i know yeah but i mean even i fooled myself in the nxt days like not missed with this guy and they missed with him which is just freaking just speaks volumes about the state of that company because this guy had everything and they blew it i feel like a lot of the wrestlers in nxt quite frankly would get over immediately if wwe literally did nothing like all they'd have to do is move them up to the main roster and put them on TV and leave it. Yeah. And leave it. And they would be wildly successful, but you know, in true WWE style, that never seems to be the case. They always have an idea for a storyline or a different character that they want that person to take on. And it, it always just kind of ends up this way. So yeah, it's unfortunate to see, quite frankly, I, I wasn't totally shocked by this just because I feel like Alistair Black has been the talk of the internet as far as when is he going to be on TV? When are they going to give him a good storyline? So it, it's good to see that they finally made a decision in one way or another by releasing him. And I think that's, it, it's got to be good for him too, right? He finally gets to go to another promotion. I think every promotion out there is going to be chomping at the bit to scoop him up. And I know oh, AEW. Yeah in particular has been more selective about ex WWE guys that they pick up. So I, I'm curious, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they picked up Alistair black. Just oh yeah. Don't get him. One of the few that's been released where I'm like, yeah, he, this guy would be no brainer. Yeah. Um, I've also heard some reviews talk about how he'd be great in new Japan, especially because they're really short on foreign talent right now. Um, but mm-hmm. selfishly, I'd love to see him in AEW. I guess we'll see where he shakes out. Um, I think the shock, I forgot to say this, the the most shocking thing about his was that it wasn't, okay, they sat on him for months after his wife was dropped, but then they actually, he he like was involved in the main event on SmackDown, and then the next week they cut him. It's like the timing is weird. It's like, why'd they do that? 
it makes you wonder how much thought was put behind all this that if you knew you were going to get rid of the guy why would you have him mess up with your main event of your top show it's just that makes no sense but it neither is does, very, neither very... does all of their writing mm-hmm. right it is very very confusing like you guys said how do you mess up alistair black I'm not even a big metal fan at all, but this guy yeah. is pure yeah. is just pure metal. And I his music, like you said, Charlie, is awesome. I like get into it. I start like headbanging oh, totally. to it. And yeah. that's not even my favorite type. He honestly, his music matches his wrestling persona and style almost more perfect than any other wrestler I've ever seen with that intro and the striking ability that he has when they brought him up to the main roster. Remember when he was paired up with Ricochet and they actually tagged uh, for yeah, a little while were, to get him in right. the main roster. And they were a great. That was tag actually team. kind of fun. Yeah. That was actually really fun. I was like, you know, they got the, the aerials and acrobatics of Ricochet plus, uh, you know, um, Alistair Black can do some of that stuff. He does those moonsaults and stuff off the ropes, but yeah, with the striking, it was kind of a cool matchup. And even if we had to see those two in action, that's what they had to do to get them on TV. I was fine with it. So, yeah, I, I, I feel for the guy. They, yeah. And they bring his wife back um, to the company who is just fired. And then when she's back in, they fire him. It's they just, didn't, that's not it's true. I don't up. think. Oh, no. I don't know that that's been confirmed. I don't think she's with the oh, WWE. Okay. No, there were there were rumors circulating that they were talking yeah. about potentially bringing her back, but I, after he was released, I doubt that's going to happen. Okay, gotcha. I must have had uh, my stories crossed. No, that was a big rumor. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right. Well, another uh, big name that was released was Andrade, um, another former NXT champion. Anybody who holds the NXT belt really doesn't have a good promising career in the WWE main rosters. Um, it seems like it's the black, you know, the black mark on somebody They're they're going to snub you. They're going to bury you when you get to the main roster. I don't know if it's personal because Vince, you know, doesn't believe in the promotion itself, but uh, Andrade, uh, again, a guy that can do a lot of things, ha- has a good look, good personality, uh, they told him to get the step in. Um, he is scheduled to wrestle at Triple Mania against Kenny Omega. Is that confirmed as well? Yep. That's yeah, but yeah, for sure. He's wrestling against I him. Think, and he was signed at AEW. <laughs> am I correct there as well? Yes. Yep. Yeah, I think that's in. I think in July they're wrestling. Yeah, he debuted wow. on uh, on Friday with the AEW. Yeah, awesome. It was probably the most uneven debut I think I've ever seen. I don't know if you guys happen to watch it or not. Um, yeah, I haven't watched it, it yet. Yeah, okay. I did. So, so for our listeners and for you guys, since you haven't seen it yet, I'm probably not spoiling anything by telling you how it went down. No it's, no, it's Steve, Steve, Steve spoiled it with this text. <laughs> That's true. It's all right. I'm just learning. I'm just learning this wrestling thing. I, for, for our listeners who aren't on our group tag, everybody. Um, I just saw the word Andrade appear. Yeah, I know. I was like, what? Confused. Um, but then I checked the time and remembered what day it was. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. away, that gave it away. So, so what ended up happening <laughs> was on Dynamite this past Friday, there was a segment where I think I believe Mark Henry was out there talking. Yeah, Vicky Guerrero yeah. interrupts him, um, doing her "excuse me" shtick, which the crowd was not into at all. Yeah, she needs to lose that. Dude, yeah, that's that, that, that gimmick's got to change for yeah. sure. But, um. 
she essentially introduced Andrade, but it was in that real shrill voice she oh, has. And quite frankly, I almost didn't even understand what she was saying, except for the fact that I knew what was mm. so. Um, so, and there was no entrance music. All of a sudden, Andrade yeah, just yeah. walks out of the tunnel, stands there in his shades, looks out at the crowd, adjusts his jacket, and the crowd is just blown away. Um, it was interesting though. It was a weird pop. It was like a slow build. Like, oh like, my who god, who is this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, to some degree, kind of who was this? Um, I think the one really good part of this segment was Andrade cut a promo talking about how he's now in AEW. And his promo was really solid. And yeah. I remember back yeah. in his NXT days, his English definitely wasn't what it is now. And my understanding is he's been working on that over the last couple of years. And it really showed here. Um, okay. So so now that he's cutting promos, I, I, I saw him in a completely different way than I ever did in NXT or WWE. So hopefully that is a good start for him in AEW. I think once we see him start to wrestle and bring back that NXT style, that'll start to get him back over with fans again, but we'll see. Any other thoughts on Andrade going to AEW guys? Should be good. We'll yeah, see what I, happens. Uh, no, he's a I solid look forward man. to it. Yep. Yeah. I think he's got like that. That sweet double knee thing he does in the oh, yeah. guys in the corner is awesome. Yeah, he'll yeah. he'll be solid. Yeah, with the more expanding shows at AEW, they're kind of they're gonna have a really good balanced roster. I yeah, think. that's what I heard something too to today. Some they were saying that um I think that um that um that they gotta pick some of these guys up. They're gonna have, if that second show is supposed to be a major show, because they're gonna need they, you know, mm-hmm. you can't no one's gonna watch Sunny Kiss and Janela every <laughs> every week on that right. sh- on that Friday night show. So they they sure. have to they have to. So chances are they're gonna be signing some guys when they get released to to help build right. up the roster for that second show. So I was like, oh, that makes most sense definitely. Yeah. yeah, I mean, know. I I I agree. I I'm a little concerned that they're almost picking up too many people. Like the roster is getting super bloated now, but. To your point, Charlie, yeah, I don't want to watch Joey Janelle and Sunny Kiss or like the hybrid two, you know, yeah, exactly, like, yeah, whatever. That's um, what elevation's for, yeah, exactly. yep, exactly, yeah. That's what then aid elevation, AEW dark, <laughs> you yeah. know, they got, mm. they're gonna have four different shows, yeah, but that's everybody, every tier gets kind of their and it kind of lends yep. to their uh win loss thing too, because it's like you yep. won't see any, you won't see somebody on um. Dynamite for a while, and then you'll be like, "Holy crap! How did they get like a twelve and one?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of a nice way to build that up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great loophole when they want to be able to pull like classic pro wrestling booking tropes that we've seen in the past and kind of not get around the ranking system. But if it's like, oh shoot, we want this person in this position, they need some wins, you know, because we have a ranking system, we need to honor it. So, and I think there was some cynicism. I know I was listening at the time, uh, busted open. I think Bully Ray, of course, believe it or not, being cynical, but um, about like how can they make wins and losses matter? That's is that just a gimmick? And in some ways, it is, but I do oh, think that I would say they've lived up to it probably about as good as you can in wrestling right now like because they do put some attention to it they don't really do 50 50 booking and that so i yeah i think they're doing well certainly doing a lot better than the competition definitely well there's a couple names uh left on the list we don't need to go into too much depth about them but we do want to send our thoughts and prayers to lana 
uh, Ruby Riot and Buddy Murphy. Uh, yeah. I hope they land on their feet. I mean, Lana in AEW would make sense just because yeah. we all know yeah, that yeah, she's, she's married going. to she's going. Rusev. And, you know, it might bring just, you know, a better, more depth to his character. Hope, I mean, they're not going to be, you know, pimping her out to other wrestlers. Yeah, no, she'll just be a manager, not. which is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a, that'll be good for them. Good for the relationship. Everyone's happy. Ruby Wyatt, Ruby Riot was kind of a surprise to me. Um, she was pretty loved by, you know, a lot of that counterculture, she just had the look kind of like Alistair Black, just, you know, covered in tattoos, different, kind of like the fringe fans. But is that uh, sellable t- as no, WWE's me, trying to... T- to me, she's yeah. changed the channel. Go go make mm-hmm. a pizza. Go look at your phone. Oh, let me cruise my right. laptop while she's on. She's not... Mm-hmm. She's nothing. I mean, she's nothing special to me, she's, but, you know. Yeah. She, She's um, definitely a niche market in the niche crowd. Oh, absolutely. Wrestling. Yeah, 100%. I, I do remember seeing her in NXT and thinking she was pretty awesome. Um, really? When she was still up and coming. Kind of like, um, what's Shotzi? Yeah. <laughs> no, Shotzi, Shotzi, Shotzi before Shotzi. Yeah, I, I think Ruby's work rate was a little bit better. She was a little Oh, yeah, better. she's way better. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so I, I think, I, and I think I was... I don't remember if Brian Alvarez said this earlier today, but it would be cool to see Ruby Riot end up in AEW. I think she'd fill out that women's division pretty yeah. well. Um, granted, her style would probably change a little bit, but for the better, one would hope. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, they could bring her in, which would be good, too. They could bring her in as a face, mm-hmm. and then she could uh, go at Brett, which would be good. Yeah, if they need some more of that, you know, need some women faces that are, you know, that are, American said, you know, that that are American because you know I think I think ties she was she's Brazilian, so and she does. So, yep, she does, yep. I think she is gonna come back with a new look. You see that yeah, I heard that little teaser. Yeah. Cut her hair. And a lot of uh you know AEW wrestling fans are just hardcore wrestling fans from the oh, yeah. Indies, and that's where Ruby, you know, cut her teeth and was popular. So maybe she would um gravitate uh to the AEW culture there yeah i think i could but, uh, see yeah. her in nwa i could see her in uh aew um some, some guys are saying she'd probably be best in um ring of honor yeah really impact yeah. i think she she's she'll she'll probably have impact. zero trouble yeah she like any yeah. one of those that's trying to burgeon their women's division she'll probably get a job in like the 90 days instantly mm-hmm. i'd say oh, so wow. yeah, she'll she's... definitely land on her feet Oh wow, she was over in Chikara, so she she must be a pretty good worker. Heidi Lovelace or something like that. Yeah, that was her name yeah. over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she nice. might, yeah, get rid of the green hair. I think if she gets rid of the green hair and shit like that, I think she, she could do she could do something good. No offense to anybody with green hair out there. We love all of our listeners. <laughs> you know, one quick thing on Buddy Murphy. I think that's another guy that'll have I mean, I don't know. Like not everybody can go to AEW, so I don't know that he'll wind up there. Mm-hmm. But he's another guy that'll probably do pretty darn well other places. Like when they handed him the ball just a short time, that dude was a hell of a wrestler. And like he got his little moment in the sun on SmackDown, and then like everything else, they just quickly forgot it. But uh, yeah, just I mean, some of the stuff he did in Two Hundred Five Live and SmackDown was so solid. Mm-hmm. He uh, sure. he got the he got the brush greatness by wrestling with uh, Roman Reigns. 
yeah, yeah <laughs> but, exactly. But uh, but no, he'll he'll be fine because he's super talented. The, the tribal chief. Yeah. What really blew me away about Buddy Murphy was um, oh my God. back in NXT, he was actually not that great. And then once he got to 205 Live and ultimately the main roster, that's when he really started to steal the show on a regular basis. So I don't really know what happened in that time. But yeah, he was a tag team champion in, in NXT, but never, I don't think he did much singles. Right. Yeah. Hopefully I could see him ending up in Impact. He strikes me as an Impact kind of guy. So yeah, I think that's a good pick. Yeah, we'll see. Hey, real quick, I got an off the wall question. I sorry, break in the uh, script. You know, uh, SummerSlam's coming to uh, Las Vegas. That was announced recently. Mm-hmm. Yes, so they're playing the Raiders Stadium. I think it's holds seventy two thousand. I how, believe so. How many of you guys think that they will sell that place out for SummerSlam? That's a great question. I don't think they're going to sell it out, man. I no. I give them. Because Vegas is already a tough town anyway for selling t- wrestling. If they sell half, I'll be amazed. And there's well, also the Pacquiao fight that weekend, too. Yeah, oh, I was about to say the same thing. In the, the same Pac- city. Yep. So the Pacquiao fight is actually the same night. Night, yep. Yeah. So yeah. the plan is, from my understanding, so Dave Meltzer Which, had mentioned this earlier today. I guess SummerSlam is scheduled to start at, I want to say 4 or 5 p.m. Yeah, early in the afternoon, time. yeah. Yeah, and their yep. goal is to end SummerSlam about an hour before the main event of the Pacquiao fight goes on. So that way, if you're going to SummerSlam in real life and then want to walk over to the Pacquiao fight, you, you'll have time. Now, I don't that's, know who's going to do that. That's that's ridiculous. That, that whole theory is ridiculous. Because if I bought tickets to the Pacquiao fight, I'm going to want to be there for the pre-card, the whole freaking show. I'm not just want to go there for the main event. Right. I'm going to pay hundreds, probably $1,000 for a ticket, and I'm just going to go for the main event. That's just not even feasible, dude. You know, you'd be, you'd yeah. be a fool to, yeah. go to, to go to both of them, I agree. Especially, especially SummerSlam. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think Brian Alvarez may have been saying something about that. Um, well, yeah, yeah, him and Dave Meltzer together, but they did go into a little bit of detail and talked about how when you go to those types of fights, um, a lot of it, and you know, you'd think, yeah, get there early, get your money's worth. Oh, yeah, surprisingly, a lot of people, um, only go for the main event, which is crazy. But yeah, I mean, think about it a little bit. If you're going to a world title boxing match, you probably got a little bit of cash to throw around, right? So, I I don't know whether that you, means okay. You can you get a, yeah. You got a little you got a little cash to throw around, so you you're 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 you're, you're upper middle class. You know, you got a, you're a little bit of a high roller at least, yeah. And you're but you're gonna go to SummerSlam first. We've been to wrestling crowds. How many high rollers there are going to be able to buy tickets to both shows? Uh, we saw David Gruber at one of them. Yeah, that's about it. Wait, that's about wait, it. Wait, which show was that? Uh, Raw. I, yeah, well, goes, yeah, I think he was a lot of stuff at uh, yeah. at the uh, Pfizer BOB. Oh, wow. It's entirely possible he'll be at AW. Oh, I bet, he, I bet he will. He sponsors everything. I bet he will. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. One fall, that's all. That's all. Oh, yeah. For all of our listeners from out of state, David Gruber is our friendly neighborhood lawyer who, um, you know, is all over, but more kind of like the Better Call Saul of uh, Milwaukee. So, yeah, one fall. That's all. That's that's just great promotion right there. 
I actually, um, I was in line, another just a quick off topic story. I was in line at Summerfest, which is a big music festival here in Milwaukee. David Gruber was in front of me in the bathroom line. And, uh, you know, it was at a big concert there. All the urinals were full. All the stalls were full. But one of the stalls opened up and I was like, David, one stall. That's all. Did he like it? Did he get pissy? Uh, oh, yeah. He loved it. <laughs> Oh, he did. Okay. <laughs> he liked it. it for half a second until he almost killed you. He's like, yeah, yeah. You look at death. <laughs> hey, man, it's his catchphrase. He he just he's just asking. For you know what? Time. I don't know if that's even his catchphrase because I think that's some kind of. Um, I think all those guys buy into a uh, uh, national. Yeah, because they, there's a guy when I visit my folks in Mississippi. There's a lawyer down there who does it. Oh, so really? really? Yeah, yeah. So I think it's a national. Well, it's like the it's like the Shatner ones. For, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's exactly. QP and Abraham. like those. That's he does exactly. those exact same commercials and other like every market. I, I was yep. in Kansas City years ago, and there was some other lawyer, and he he did the it was the exact same, same, same commercial. Thing, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So really. I think it, I think it's a national thing. Mm-hmm. They must all buy into to use that to use that line. But yep, that yeah, it's not it's not Milwaukee specific. So I maybe those of you listening, right? Yeah. Yeah, I heard he may have copyrighted it. I heard a story one time, but I may be wrong. Oh, maybe he well, came up. Maybe he came up with it, yeah. but it's used all over. Maybe, yeah. maybe I think, some of our I think listeners think from he across- did copyright it. I think he did copyright it, and people buy it from him to use could, it for well, that. That would be genius. I think too. that was the yeah. story. That could be it. Too. Oh, he's maybe, making. Maybe some of our listeners from across this great nation could let us know if they've heard one call. That's all okay. in their in their if community. It, there's a, I'll send there's a link that origins of one call. That's all. I think Gruber <laughs> came up with it, but yeah, there's a, the origin story behind it. Oh, if he's banking wow. off of that, he's even smarter than. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got, he probably has more money than this next uh, character that we're going to bring on the show. According to Vince, <gasps> master of games, Matt Michelson has a pretty fun game waiting for us here. I can't wait to see what he has organized. Yeah. Who's bigger than Vince McMahon? Not David Gruber. Not a chance in hell. But I like him more. (laughs) Matt. Yeah. So, Matt, tell us about this game that we're about to play. Yeah. Um, Thanks for the segue. So, uh, you know, for our longtime listeners, we tend to do games occasionally on the podcast. Um, You may have listened to previous episodes where we guess who has certain entrance music. Um, I think we did another game prior to that as well. Um, they always end up being a lot of fun. So we like to throw them out there every once in a while. Um, if you watch WWE or if you follow our podcast, or even if you're just a hardcore wrestling fan, you probably know that Vince McMahon is an eccentric human being. Um, and what's more interesting is there's a lot of crazy trivia out there. And a lot of it just comes from Vince McMahon himself actually telling these stories or going, doing interviews. Um, you know, there's like an interview he did with Playboy, I think, in 2001 that has a lot of really just unbelievable things he talks about from his childhood and upbringing and just his philosophy on life. So, um, so without further ado, we're going to get into this. We're going to go over some of these topics and we're going to have a little bit of a quiz on it. So ladies and gentlemen, this is according to Vince. And that's about the chance you guys have Come on. guessing any of these questions right in this game. So, 
All right. Um, so according to Vince, so as you may or may not know, uh, many words in WWE are banned. What's even more strange are some of the rules that Vince has created over the years. So most of these rules are so crazy that it's hard to tell which ones are true, which ones are not true. Um, the rules, along with Vince's eccentric, over-the-top personality, just makes for some unbelievable stories. So tonight's game, according to Vince, consists of 10 questions. So how this is going to work is I'll read each question along with four multiple choice answers. If you know the answer, just say your name and then what you think the answer is. You do not have to wait for me to say the answers before chiming in. So if I start reading the question, you guys are like, I don't need the choices. I already know the answer. Just say your name, tell me what you think it is, and then we can carry on with it. So awesome. That's really all there is to it. Do you guys have any questions before we get into it? I do. Yes. Um, what will I be winning by dominating this? That's a great question. Ah. Um, so I pretty sure this is the same prize as always which is just more and more bragging rights you know charlie okay. is the uh mike mike what do you call charlie for winning the booking competition on this podcast newly crowned champion king booker, booker. so call me booker man that's right booker man <laughs> i respect you booker man booker man exactly that's what i want to be all right well charlie steve i'm sure we can come up with a similar just as flattering title if you win tonight so yeah. <laughs> that will be so that'll be the prize um well i say you know what you you know what you'll be you'll be the official vince kiss my ass club champion mm. <laughs> oh that's so true so uh, not to give any spoilers there are no questions in this quiz associated with the vince mcmahon kiss my ass club um what i will tell you guys is that most of these questions are actually involved with vince's personal life so some of these are going to be really difficult, um, but they're just, they're unbelievable. So, you know why um, I'm going to dominate this? Because I've, I listened to Bruce, Bruce Prichard's podcast and he's told many stories about Vince. All right, I, well, we'll see. I do a little reading and listening myself, Steve. Shit, shit. Ooh, all right. Well, God, God, damn it. Up. All right. All right. Well, sounds like you guys according are ready. to Vince. I'm ready. This is according to Vince. Question one. And remember, just say your name the moment you know the answer. That'll be the way you can buzz in. And whoever I hear first, I'll acknowledge you. So, all right. Question number one. Which of the following had Vince McMahon not done by the time he was in first grade? Is it drank a beer, smoked a joint, messed around with somebody, or gambled? Mike? Yeah, Mike? I'm going to say gambled gambled is the correct answer yes. oh my yes. gosh yeah so i can't remember start i can't remember exactly which source this came from um but reading through it you know he just sort of nonchalantly talks about these things and talks about you know messing around with somebody and again this is like first grade so jesus yeah just a yeah. strange really cringeworthy upbringing in that regard um Imagine smoking a joint with Vince McMahon in first grade and all of your ideas for wrestling were yours and Vince just straight ripped oh. them off while you were high. And 35 <laughs> years later, it's called Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Some poor kid on the playground is like, you know what we should do sometime? You should get real life twin referees. And then at one point in a key match, use the twin to like job the champion out. <laughs> this is good shit. <laughs> That's 
<laughs> oh my god i totally i can see it all right okay so the first question goes to mike so mike you are currently in the lead with one point all right question number two super so vince mcmahon has stated on record that he remembers in first grade experimenting with a girl about his age he specifically recalls a certain inanimate object being involved what is that Whoa. object is it cake crushed leaves a telephone or half-eaten cookies steve mike steve steve go ahead a telephone a telephone is not the right answer so mike, mike. charlie you guys are both up yep mike you know just because it's vince mcmahon i'm gonna say crushed leaves i was gonna say crushed leaves is correct yes what yes so so this actually i i i think this one traumatized me i'm pretty sure when i read it because i so i think this came from an interview i want to say that he did with playboy back in 2001 and this i actually heard this i believe it was on the what culture podcast somebody mentioned the term crushed leaves and they all started laughing like they all knew this story and so then they just said, if you don't know what we're talking about, just Google Vince McMahon crushed leaves. And so naturally that's what I did. And that's ultimately what led to this game being created. Because once I saw that piece of trivia, I was like, there's gotta be way more out here. And sure enough, there was. So mm -hmm. that's how, according to Vince was born. Nice. So were they just like fucking around in a pile of leaves and, uh, in first grade, you know, six years old. Yeah, that's the strange part of all this. Um, honestly, so I, I actually wrote these questions a little while back, so I don't recall the specifics around it, but I do that's know the that, best. yes, basically there was some messing around. Crushed leaves were involved. I'm not sure how or where or what, but yes. I'll never look Maybe at he tried the smoking them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know, next time you smell a campfire in the fall, you're going to just cringe. All right. Uh, question number three. So shifting gears now, according to Michael Cole, if you watched Money in the Bank 2020, you may know that Vince McMahon has a T-Rex replica hanging on the wall of his office. What you may not know is that this was a gift that was given to him. Who gave him this gift? Was it Hulk Hogan, Triple H, Linda McMahon, <laughs> Or Eric Bischoff? Mike. Charlie. Mike, I heard uh, you first. Go, Charlie. You haven't had a... I'll, I'll, I'll let Charlie go first. I'll, I'll say the Hulkster. The Hulkster. Hulk Hogan is not right. I'm sorry. Oh. Wah, wah, wah. All right, I'll guess. Mike. Okay, Mike. I'm going to say Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff. Easy E is also incorrect steve so steve the the two remaining choices are triple h or linda mcmahon Shit. i'm gonna go linda mcmahon that's right that's, that's, that's linda mcmahon is also incorrect what? the correct answer is triple h triple h yes yes so this uh T-Rex head was actually used on the set of the movie The Chaperone, which Triple H starred in from WWE Studios back in the day. <laughs> never never um, heard of it. Must see. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally must see, right? Um, 
in 2013, Vince McMahon tweeted a picture of this T-Rex skull talking about how he loved it because it represents his voracious appetite for life and his aggressive nature. Mm. So Triple H in a whole new way. All right. So nobody got a point. What a suck up too. What a suck up. But like, uh, oh, Vince, you're like a T-Rex, like, you know, like the king of the jungle, like kind of shit like that. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if like a, a week later up. NXT was born. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I think I would give me this show, kid. All right. <laughs> okay. So Mike, you have, I believe, two points. Is that right? That's right. what I'm counting. Okay. Awesome. All right. So Mike is still in the lead. Question number four. So we've talked about a lot of weird things about Vince. So it's well documented also that Vince McMahon's biggest enemy is sleep. According to Vince, how many hours of sleep does he average per night? Is it two, three, four, or five? Steve. Two. Yep. Two hours a night is not correct. Mike. Mike. Go ahead, Mike. I'm going to say three. Three is also incorrect. Charlie. All right. What was the other two? I forgot again. So it's all you, Charlie. The other two answers are four or five. It's four. It is four. Yes. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. I knew. I thought it was two, but I did. I, yeah, it's four. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I hate odd numbers. I only sleep in even number increments. Damn it. <laughs> I would not be surprised it's, by that. It's such that. good shit. It's kind of like this Shayna Baser running from Alexa Bliss. <laughs> oh my God, this is so stupid. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We need to interrupt. According to Vince, I'm sorry. I, I, I think missed. I just received word um, for a very special announcement because it's been a while and it is now time for Charlie's Corner. Charlie. Here we go. It's, what's going uh, on Monday Night Raw? Catch Monday us Monday Night Raw, it's Alexa's playground again. And she's scaring uh, Shayna Baszler with fire. There's dropping things um, in the backstage area. It's haunted and spooky. This is great TV, man. This is this is really good stuff, man. Must see TV. Epitome of wrestling. Yep, yeah, totally wrestling. Sheen is running all around the back. She can't get away. Lights are flashing like it's a horror. This is so stupid. This is so dumb. It's incredible. A tough MMA, legit MMA fighter, Shayna Baser. Is scared of uh, magic, of, uh, of, of magic. <laughs> if running through a haunted house the cam- is the pro cameraman, wrestling. The cameraman's shadow showed on the door and she went in and closed <laughs> while he was still filming it. So they so they, had to, they didn't cut it enough to cut to the other camera. Oh, God. It's so bad, dude. I can't I can't wait to hear LeGrucka on this tomorrow, dude. If it's this not. is pro wrestling, I'm a four-time former world champion. It's horrible. <laughs> she she ran into another room, but there's also enough. She ran into three different rooms, but there's also a cameraman in there waiting for her. So she pulls, so she pulls the uh, the couch and everything into the to block the door, and now she's in this room, and that little doll on the lights is showing up. This oh is god. oh dear god, dude. If they if they crack over a million five this week, I'm gonna shoot somebody. I'm gonna, <laughs> oh I'm boy. Gonna, I'm going to lose my mind. Here, keep the kayfabe. We do not condone violence. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we don't want people coming after Charlie. This is yeah, stupid. 
This is ridiculous. And keep in mind, everybody, this is actually Monday Night Raw that Charlie's describing. And with that, this has been Charlie's Corner. And I think that is the first time. Hold on. She's crying. Shayna is crying of of the doll because she's scared of the doll. Uh, Maybe she just got noticed that she's now laid off, too. Who knows? Maybe it's not the doll. if, If she was crying, it was tears of joy. And that's literally how they ended raw oh my fucking god oh my god oh my Stone god Stone Cold Steve Austin The Rock Kurt Angle Edge and Christian yeah and your DX even NWO when they bought WCW and this is where we're at dudes this is wow. where we're at this is where we're at Oh my God. So to our listeners out there who are hearing this thinking, well, I can rant on pro wrestling. Keep in mind what you're listening right now is a show within a uh, sub show within a podcast. <laughs> this isn't easy mm-hmm. people. We, this we, is we, we try and keep this thing on the rails, but you know, occasionally it, it it's, it's raw. So what can you do? It's raw. Yeah. Whoa. It's real raw. It's live, baby. It's live. All right. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Damn it. And on that note, Let's return to according to Vince. So Mike currently has two points. Charlie, you now have one point. Question number five. So we just talked about Vince McMahon's sleeping habits. Steve has zero, right? That is correct. Yeah, I believe that's correct. He's new new to wrestling. I'll figure this out. (laughs) (laughs) So So, question number five. Instead of sleeping... Uh, Vince McMahon commonly works out late at night when he has time, even at 74 years old. So that being said, which of the following WWE superstars have gone on record and expressed interest in having Vince be their workout buddy? Is it Sheamus, Becky Lynch, Seth Rollins, or Batista? Shit. That's a good one. I don't know that one. Mike. Yes, Mike. I'm going to guess Seamus. Seamus is correct. Yes. Oh, guys. So, so he could need all, he needs all the help he can get as far as getting that star rub. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be Seth Rollins because he's a shameless ass. Totally. Oh, yeah. He kisses Vince's ass, all that Vince's yeah. ass. I honestly thought the same thing. I, Seamus, so. Seamus actually has a really good YouTube channel, which is nothing but him working out with other WWE superstars and they'll show their entire workout. You know, these episodes are almost an hour long. So I guess I wasn't totally surprised by the answer, but Steve, I agree with your logic more so that, yeah, I could see Seth Rollins doing it. Just Do like, we get a point for that logic? Yes. Uh, no. Tell you what, just to no, get you on no. the board, I'll give you half a point. How's no, that? I don't want it. I don't want it. I'm going to beat these guys outright. Well, yep. that's too bad because yeah. now you got it. So, Mike, nope. you have now three points. Charlie has one point, And, Steve, you are trailing with half a point. All right. Question number six. According to Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon hates sneezing. And I think we all knew this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but why? Is it because he's a germaphobe? Not Charlie. Charlie, go ahead. He's a, he's a germaphobe. Uh a germaphobe is incorrect. Sorry. Oh shit! That, yes. that, that he had the Trump thing. He, that may Go be ahead. the case, but that is not the reason oh, he's sneezing, yes. according to Stephanie. Oh, I know what it is. Yeah, okay. I know. So, yeah. so, so again, for, for Mike ahead. and Steve, shit. so the answers are because he's a germaphobe. Uh, 
Shit. He doesn't like to show weakness. B. That's it. That's Steve. it. That's B. it. Yeah, that's Steve it. B. That's uh, it. Steve's so on the board. Steve says B doesn't like to show weakness, which is also incorrect. What? Yes. That's not right. So, I've heard that. I've heard that word said. I've heard okay. that before, Amato. Uh, yes, but this is this is according to Stephanie. So unfortunately, okay. that is incorrect. So Mike, she doesn't know. She's only his daughter. Mike, I'm going to give you all four answers, and you're the only one. That, <laughs> whatever you want to say is damn it, damn so it. And it's because he's a germaphobe, because he doesn't like to show weakness, because he hates the sound of sneezes, or because he can't <laughs> control them. Well, since Vince McMahon loves to control everything, I'm going to say D because he can't ding, control ding, them. Ding, 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 and ding. you'd be correct. Ding, 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 ding. Because he can't control Damn them. Yep, that's true. Should have yeah. awesome. shown patience, Charlie. Same here. Damn it. But I know he's a germaphobe because he uses hand sanitizer well, yeah. a lot, too. Yes, that is true. But, an, actually, but the number one reason, and it comes from his own blood. So, I mean, you can't deny that. Oh, yeah, probably. That is true. And actually, Charlie, your comment about Vince using hand sanitizer, I think it was in Money in the Bank this past year when AJ Styles busts into the office and he's fighting it out, and then they leave, and then you see Vince use hand sanitizer and go back to work. Yep. All right. Okay, so, Mike, you now have four points. Um, All right. Yeah, so – Charlie, Steve, hopefully you guys uh, kicking it's, into high gear here it's now. It's over so, now, dude. So, uh, question number seven. Vince stays jacked, even in his 70s, by eating well. However, there is one tasty treat he can't resist. What is it? Is it snow cones, chocolate bars, <laughs> licorice, or almond joy? <laughs> Come on, boys. Just give it a whirl. Bet you guys didn't think these were the questions you'd be getting tonight. All right, I'll go, Mike. Uh, okay, I'm, Mike. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say snow cones gives me a brain freeze, but I like it. And snow cones is correct. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wow. Is running away. Fuck you, this. Paul Levesque. I'm a better son than you are. <laughs> I know yeah. your dad. So, so I can't remember where I found this. Um, this was in something another random facts about Vince article online. And by the way, a lot of these articles do agree on everything. So I'm pretty sure you know one of them is actually coming from a reliable source. But this actually really caught me by surprise. Supposedly, Vince. Um, has had snow cone parties at the WWE <clears throat> headquarters in Stanford. It's his favorite treat. And I love snow cones, oh dude. God. He will carry snow cones for the I don't team. I blame him, dude. Do you, get, do you get a good snow cone, dude? You can't. You love I'm, them? Oh, I love them. The passion, dude. Really? Oh, hardcore, dude. I love snow cones as a kid. And I'll even, till this day, if I'm at a festival of Todd, I'll, I'll snag one, dude. They're really good. I love My buddy snow owns... cones, dude. My buddy owns Hawaiian shaved ice. Do oh, does he? That those are good. Summerfest? Yep. Yeah, I've hit yep. those up. Yep. Those are good. Yep. Shout out to Hawaiian shaved ice. Nice. Awesome. Well, now I know what to get you for your birthday, Charlie. The snow cone machine. <laughs> Snoopy yep. snow cone machine. Slush puppies. Next year. Oh, I lo- dude. Love. Love. Slush puppies. Slush puppies, dude. 
I used to love when we'd go on a Dude. family trip every year. We'd stop at a gas station, a slush puppy. We'd always get the slush puppies, brother. I'd love it. Oh, I'd baby. love it. We'd do, Did you do the blend. I'd mix them up. Yep. Did you do the blend yep. of the red and the blue and all that? Yep. Wow. Yeah, I love some nice. slush puppies. That was my favorite. I should look and see if I can buy a slush puppy machine. Live out my fantasies <laughs> from a kid. Look, I'm looking up on Amazon right now. Damn it. Jeez, I feel like we have Vince here on the podcast with us. All right. All right. So so Mike at this point is running away with the game. Vince is um, right here with us. Slush puppy machine. By yeah. the end of this, Charlie's going to have bought one off Amazon. All right. 70 bucks. It's cheap. Really? Plus 15 bucks shipping. So yep. cheap. All right, we may have to put a link Buy to that on now. our uh, Instagram post. Although we're not asking for any monetization from Slush Puppies, we just Ooh. we just love the idea of it. All right, question number eight. Moving on. Uh, Triple H has told a story in past documentaries about Vince McMahon's competitive side. In one story, Vince loses a game of pool to Stephanie McMahon. How does he react to losing? Does he laugh uncontrollably, punch Triple H in the face, scream in a fit of rage, or ask Triple H to have sex with Stephanie in front of him while he watches? I'm going to go. I'm gonna go. Oh yeah, Charlie, what do you think? <laughs> Charlie? He's frozen with the slush puppies. Oh, no. Uh, maybe he had a brain freeze or a screen freeze in this case. That joke really fell flat. All right. So Charlie is okay. uh, DQ'd, it feels like, or we might have to count him out. So Mike and Steve, um, do you want? Do you guys want me to read the answers again? Um, well, I'll guess. I'm going to just say D because it's so morbid and disgusting, and that's Vince's style. So uh, have sex um, in front of him. Paul, uh, Paul Levesque, Triple H and Stephanie having sex in front of him. Triple H and Stephanie in front of Vince while he watches. I, I, I said D. Is that the answer? Uh, <laughs> I did say back. D. I did say D before I left. Yeah, is that wait, the answer? Time out. Charlie yeah. just jumped in to say D. I did say D before I it was. Trust yeah. him. So, I trust him. So, so Charlie. Charlie right before, got no, I know. That, but be, right before your connection got dropped. Mike jumped in and said, I'm going to go with the last one. And I was seriously about to say whether or not it was correct. And then you jump back in. So yeah. I'm going so to allow you to guess this one. So Triple H and Stephanie in front of him while he watches. Yeah, I'm going with D. Is incorrect. So, so it's off. I'm it's so it's off incorrect. the wall. It's so it's, off the wall that I'm so far out of this game anyway. So I figured why not? Well, now you're even further out because that is incorrect, unfortunately. Damn it! Damn. Damn it, Triple H! <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Steve? Right. Okay, Steve. Yeah, what do you Punch think? Punch Triple H in the face. Punching <laughs> Triple H is also incorrect. Sorry. Okay, well, what right. about punching him in the balls? <laughs> Unfortunately, not an All option right. in this case. So, <laughs> so, Mike, the two remaining answers are he laughs uncontrollably or screams in a fit of rage. All right. Well, this is kind of uh, opposite side of the spectrum so um i'm just gonna go with doesn't seem likely when you lose is laugh uncontrollably laugh uncontrollably 
is also incorrect. The correct answer was oh. Screams in a Fit of Rage. That one was almost so <laughs> obvious it wasn't. Yeah, right? It's kind of like Ron Burgundy, just like, I'm in a glass case of emotion. There's Vince <laughs> McMahon just screaming like, ah, in the bar somewhere after a pool game. Yeah. What a I, psycho. I, I think daughter. Was, if I remember right, the full story was, I think he walked off down the hall and was just screaming like obscenities the whole way, walking away. Nice. All right. Okay, question nine. So, so this one's a little bit different. This this one we're going to do Price is Right rules, and I'll explain why in a second. So even though Vince is well into his 70s, his mother is still alive and kicking. Wow. But how what? But how old is she? So Holy shit. Basically, each of you guys, uh, and I'll start, uh, I'll call you out and take your answers here in a second, but... We're going to do Price is Right rules. So basically, you're going to have to guess a number between 90 and 110 without going over. So if you guess the exact no number. No cheating. So hands, and, and hands here's up. The other Nobody's thing. Googling this. Here's the other thing. Now, given, given the discrepancy in points right now, if you guess the exact number, I'll give you guys five points. So this will give Steve and Charlie a chance to catch up if you guys need it. So, all right. All right. So. So, Mike, I'll start with you. Pick a number between 90 and 110. All right. Well, if I'm going by, if I'm going by uh, his mom's sexual activity, the way that Vince had his young sexual activity at first grade, I'm thinking she's below 100. So I'm going to say Wayne Gretzky, 99, baby. 99. Okay. So Mike answers with 99. Steve, what do you think? 98. 98. Okay. You realize this is Price is Right rules, right? So Mike's answer of 99 is probably going to eclipse anything. No, not if 98's the answer. Ah, that is true. Okay, fair enough. I'll but give since you, you asked me that, I know that's not the answer then probably. Uh, Charlie? <laughs> uh, 95. 95. All right. So Mike answered with 99. Steve, you had 98. Charlie had 95. The correct answer, Vince McMahon's mom is 101 years old. Holy so shit. Mike, again, answers correctly. Uh, I mean, give me a Ric Flair robe with Vince's face, uh, rhinestone on the back of it. <laughs> like, man, I'm Mr. Perfect at this game. Wow. Wow. I'm not even playing this game. And even I'm just sitting here like, all right. And another one goes to Mike. All right. Cool. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather win AEW pay-per-view pickups. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell by your picks that you do. And she focused on Vince a lot in the WWE. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So all right. you you should you should you should win this. I wanna I wanna win something by the end of our run. All right. Okay, well tell you what. That all being said, so so Mike, I believe after that last answer, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe you have nine points. Wow. I guess. Okay. I mean, does it even and, matter? I well, it's going to in a second because I'm gonna call an audible here. So number 10 is worth 10 points. So this question to anybody in this case. So fuck me. All right. So number 10 for the win in this case, many of Vince's quirks come from experiences that he still carries with him from his childhood. I think is trailer. Which of the following terms has Vince McMahon banned 
for any wrestler from having as part of their name in WWE. And I'll give you the terms now. So, so you can't have these terms as part of your wrestling name, right? So can, is the term daddy-o, junior, kid, or boy? Uh, Steve. Steve, go ahead. Daddy-o. Daddy-o is incorrect. Sorry. So wait, hold on. What was the choice here to say daddy? Because I, I thought of wrestlers with like, I thought all the other three other names. Well, <laughs> and he the, also the hates. <gasps> what are the I names mean, again? Never mind. So, so the. Oh, answers... I know what it is. I know what it is. Okay, be, Charlie. Be, 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 be. Junior. Junior. Yeah. Is correct. Yeah, damn it. Because he's a junior. Yes. Yep. Yes, yep. I thought a, I, I thought for a second there was a ju- like the other two boy and yep. kid. There's wrestler baby boy, yeah, uh, yeah exactly. kid. Ta- the target oh, kid. Yeah, yep. there's no junior, yeah. is there? Yeah. No. So so the story behind this is Ray Mysterio exactly Junior. They yep. took it away. Yeah. Well, exactly. Mm. They took this Ray Mysterio away from his name. Right. Exactly. And Ted DiBiase Jr., they just called him Ted DiBiase, and now right. And now Senior is just called the Million Dollar Man. Yeah. And I think the one other example I saw, um, dude, I can't remember what it was, but, but Charlie, you're correct. It's because Vince McMahon is a junior and you notice he never refers to himself as Vince McMahon junior. It's always, yeah, he has dad, yeah, he has dad issues. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so with that special stipulation at the end, ding, ding, ding. Charlie is tonight's winner of according to Vince. <laughs> Wow, it's the Montreal, it's the uh, it's the Milwaukee <laughs> screw job. Screwjob. It's the Milwaukee screw job. Mike is just yeah, shocked. Gonna... Mike, Mike, you have to spit at him right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a loogie on a rope sent to Matt Michelson's face. Well, to Earl Hebner. Well, Mike, I'm I'm sorry to tell you, but you know, given the rules and the way things change, no had no chance. Where was my big push? There's you have to, Mike. Mike, pretend I'm uh, Shawn Michaels, and you got to ask me if I knew about this. I just Hulk Hogan you, yeah. man. I just Yokozunoed you and Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan you oh. at the end of the match, dude. You can't have oh, that. I just champion, got the stink. I feel like I got stink faced by Rikishi right now. Oh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, after he had like, uh, like Indian food. We yeah. need a we need a black champion. <laughs> yeah and with that this has been according to vince dun, wow. dun, dun. and it'll go Good on stuff. it'll live on in infamy mike but mike is the uh winner the of the most champion yeah the people's champ <laughs> dad it'll kick yeah. in the butt and get you a kick in the butt I feel like I booked this like Randy Orton taking the title from Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam when he won it and then immediately lost it. Yep. And that's the same with Rollins did it to Reigns too. Yeah. Cast the money in the bank in on him because they knew Reigns was going to get booed. Right. Well, well, that was a really fun game. Matt, you are very, very talented. I'm oh, totally these, uh, talented, dude. Totally games talented, together. dude. The, the randomness uh, really threw off the rest of these guys, really threw them off the scent. I mean, some people knew where the oh, real totally, answers yeah. were. But, um, yeah. And uh, speaking of scent, it's time for a promo of the week. Ooh. This oh, yeah. one comes from Jeremiah. 
Jeremiah, my man. This one comes from this one comes from Jeremiah all the way out in sunny California, and he is a big uh, Heart Foundation fan. He submitted this with uh, uh, the Anvil, Greg Neidhart, and Brett the Hitman Hart. I don't know who this announcer is. Jim the what? Anvil Neidhart. You called him Greg. Did I say Greg? <laughs> yeah. All right. Anvils and Sorry. hammers are very similar. You know, you use the two. So my brain is getting a little crossed here. Quick shout Sorry. out to Greg the Hammer Valentine, friend of the channel. Yeah, thanks, Greg, yeah. for listening. I love you, dude. Okay, Jim the Anvil Nineheart with Brett the Hitman Hart, the Heart, the Heart Foundation, giving their best promo, and a very colorful one at that, uh, with some announcer. I don't know who it is, but let's go ahead and take a listen. Into any other topics, just exactly, Anvil, what kind of research are you involved in at the Heart Foundation? Well, I'll tell you something, Ivy League. At the foundation... Jimmy Hart has set aside many, many rooms for many, many different purposes. We got a high flying room for the Hart Foundation to keep up with all the high flyers. We got a weight room. We have one heck of a secretary who's very, very efficient. And we got a psychiatrist who analyzes and comes up with what's with, with, in the minds of our opponents. We have, a, we have an advantage all the time because we know what they're thinking before they think it. Well, speaking of your opponents, I would imagine foremost on your mind, Anvil, and of course, Brett the Hitmans would be the tag team champions you of know, British Bulldogs. Me, you're always asking us questions. Always asking us questions. Well, let me ask you a question, all right? Be my guest. What exactly is a female dog? That's that what Brett well, It's called a bitch, is the term. <laughs> a what? Oh, the, the terminology is a bitch. Referring to a female dog. <laughs> That's the bulldog's new manager. It's bad enough. It's bad enough that you gotta take orders from a dog, <laughs> but you gotta take orders from a bitch. <laughs> Boy, they're really using their brains, aren't they? They should have a foundation of their own. Does <laughs> she got a little tiny belt she wears around too? <laughs> Gorilla, what can I say? We'll be back with more great primetime action right after this. Wow, were those guys creative on uh, using colorful language on TV and getting away with it. True masters of manipulation of the microphone. Wouldn't you say, boys? Yeah, well, colorful with their words and also with their outfits. Those pink leotards, man, just never get old. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a good timing to to select that one, given that the... uh, Bret Hart biography was this past weekend. So, uh, oh, yeah. really? I didn't watch it yet. I, I haven't I either. That's on but... my DVR. That'll yeah. be good. Nice. Well, Sweet. awesome. Thank you, Jeremiah. Thank you, Jeremiah, for submitting that uh, promo. Uh, that one was a, a great one. Keep them coming, everybody. Uh, if you want to hear your favorite promo on uh, Keep the Kayfabe, you can submit it to Keep the Kayfabe at uh, Instagram and Facebook. Send us your picks. And uh, boys, wow, this was a really, really, really fun show. I had like a really rough day. I actually thought I uh, was going to lose some fingers today when I was doing the gardening. I was trimming the hedges and um, my hedge clippers got away from me and I almost lost two fingers. I was really worried and shook up about it. But, um, wow. you know, I didn't need I didn't need the two fingers because I only need three fingers. Um, I have all of them, but I was like, you know what, Mike, don't sweat it. You just need three three fingers to remember what to do this week. Stay humble. 
stay hungry, and stay hard. Triple H! Woo! Triple H! Woo! Awesome. Adios. Peace. Peace. Peace.